Hey, you have a minute? Oh my goodness. I don't know if you guys are excited, but I am definitely excited for this week's episode. I know I'm coming in a little bit hot. I'm going to have to check my levels. All right, let's do that. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome back to the episode of Kinder Spirits. I have a little bit of good news for you. Um, We have an interesting episode today. And more importantly, we have a very special guest. Um... Pardon me if I cough. I, I've been battling uh, this nasty cough for a couple a couple weeks. You've you've heard me talk about it. Um, I'm actually I get to go to the doctor tomorrow, so very excited. <coughs> Sorry about that. I promise it's not COVID related. Uh, I've been tested so far uh, a couple times. Um, it's just bronchitis. It's a level of of um, you know. It's just that time of year, the changing of the seasons. I always end up getting it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have a very special guest on this show this week. We have our very first uh, recorded interview from the Mobile Command Rig, which is my mobile uh, recording uh, rig, and I'm very pleased with the level of quality that came out of this. More importantly, I'm very pleased with the with the level of professionalism I got out of Host Fat Emiliano. Um, when I met Josephat, it was a, a very different time in both of our lives. He was very key in being a part of this, and we might even have him back for another interview down the road, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I did not, here's the kicker, I did not want to edit any of our interaction. Uh, once I hit play on this it's it's going to be the entirety of our conversation there was only one time I had to clarify and I didn't cut anything out I actually added in a comment um and it's pretty funny so you're gonna you're gonna enjoy that um but in all honesty we have a very um we had a very big heart to heart and to be a part of that was was in, it was it was amazing and I'm very thankful I have a couple more interviews lined up uh, um so uh stick with me through this stick with me through the um through the the next few weeks pardon my very scratchy voice I apologize so much um I know it's not <coughs> necessarily what you want to hear but uh I am feeling better so it's just a matter of time until I am better um so stick with me. We're gonna go ahead. We're going to uh, we're gonna play this this interview. I might even throw in a couple goofs uh, that that we had done. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, if I may, uh, please please give your attention. It's a little bit of a longer episode, but it's worth it. Um, no ad breaks this week. No momos this week, uh, except for the one in the interview which is spectacular, and I'm very thankful for it. Um, And honestly, I hope that you take as much out of this as I took uh, in the interview itself. So, ladies and gents, without any further ado, I give to you Kinder Spirits presents an interview with Hey Rockstar's own, Josefat Emiliano. Have a great time, everybody, and I'll speak to you next week.
Hey everybody, this is Alex over here, your host of Kinder Spirits Podcast, and I would like to actually welcome, um, in a very unique way, uh, this is the first recorded interview of this style, uh, a friend of the show, uh, you've heard me mention him many, many times on our, on our, on, on the episodes, uh, most recently I think on, um, on the episode where I talked about my Momo, where I got to actually share on his one-year anniversary of his show, uh, which is Hey Rockstar, and that's spelled H-E-Y space R-O-C, uh, the number uh, R-O-C-K, there's a K in there, 5-T-A-R. Um, and uh, I don't want to take any more time away from actually just giving him uh, the, the introduction that he deserves, which is uh, Mr. Josefat Emiliano. Friend of the show and friend of mine. How are you, brother? <laughs> hey, rock star. How are you doing? <laughs> hey, Alex. It's so good to be here on this legendary show that we've talked about so much. I was present when you were just kind of fermenting on where you wanted to go. I've been able to catch some episodes. It's been a true pleasure being your friend, but also being able to hear and also being one of your first guests. I wasn't the first one, but that's okay. Uh, I'm definitely one of the first. <laughs> I, I, I will say this. No one ha- has gotten to use the mobile command center unit. Uh, right now I have a mobile rig that is basically just my Pelican case. And this is the first time I have actually gotten to set it up, use it and, and record something that I'm, I'm very proud of the quality. Uh, so, you know, if that was a, an alpha test you are the proud <laughs> bug free version so uh, i let's call this uh let's call this what it is the first official interview of kinder spirits awesome awesome well for those of you who know who we are uh at hey rockstar we're just a we start off as a long live stream but now have converted also into a podcast we just finished our first season we're just a storytelling platform where it started off with my tales that I would share but now has grown into where I'm bringing guests who of all walks who have accomplished who have sacrificed who have lost but they found a way to detach from failure take ownership of their lives and develop the right mindset to then go and become the rock star of their industry and that's my hopes our hopes is when you come to the show you'll find some value something you can take home apply to your disciplines and then go become the rock star of your industry, of your life, of your dreams. And that's just a quick little plug. Uh, we will be starting season two here pretty soon, but go back and check out season one. Um, there's a lot of good stuff. And if you see the very first episode, you'll just see how raw we really were <laughs> and how far we've come in the looks, the sound, and all that fun stuff. But evolution, you know, we're getting better as time goes by. I mean, kind of jumping off of that, Right. I, I've I've had the pleasure and I don't know if anybody um really had the 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 um the chance to see behind the scenes of of us talking about uh the one year anniversary, mm. right? But you talked about evolution. Whew, that was loud. Yeah, it's a little hot. Sorry. The audio. It's talked about evolution and we are actively we are actively working on that evolution. Um <laughs> No, but in all honesty, how's that now? Is that oh, yeah. I, okay? I like the way you sound. Cool. I, I'm thankful for that. Um, so okay, looking at evolution itself of of Hey Rockstar, mm-hmm. when you were starting out, it, it almost it almost felt like you you already knew exactly where you wanted to go, right? 
And at its core, you had this drive to not only, um, man, I don't want to put this, you know, make this sound uh, simplified because it's a complexity of of really helping people become the rock star themselves. Mm. But you had this simplified core root of you really wanted to help people become the rock become the rock star. Well, yes and no. Okay, uh, and we'll get to that. Um, it, it is what it is today. It definitely is about adding value to people's lives, um, helping people just detach from their being stuck. But you know, let's just take it back because I even share this on my show openly. It, it, what I started doing now on Mondays is a, a segment called Minisodes, mm-hmm. where I go back and I revisit uh, at least a I don't know maybe about fifty no at least a hundred different little um, motivation Monday bits that I would post on Instagram, which were about a minute long, and I started this back in like 2016. Now, when I started doing that, and this goes is, this is kind of my version of journaling. I do journal a lot, and I believe. I've heard this quick, this cute little saying that if your life is worth living, then it should be worth writing about. Oh, so you get a journal out and start writing anything you, you anything from you that sticks out. Just start doing that. And if you go back to read your thoughts or read from where you came from, you will see either you developed and and become someone better, or maybe you've lost your way. And this is a way to kind of reset, like you said on your on our show. It's kind of like that the compass that or. Did you say compass or thermometer? I think compass. Compass that resets your 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 journey or the needle that you need to go to. The temperature reset the temperature. To oh where yeah, you need to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that that's a good way of doing that. And what I noticed, you know, reading some of my journal whenever I was a young, just open and and seeking, there was a lot of wisdom in what I wrote. And I would go back and reread that and be re- be inspired. Well, the same thing came of these videos. I started. Any kind of life lesson, any kind of moment of or bit of value, because in my whole my whole retrospect is, I believe that um, oh man, there's there's so much depth to that. Never mind. <laughs> let, let, let's keep it simple. Um, the more value you add, and I use this this terminology or this example, this illustration. Everyone probably has seen this, or if not, you can Google it. If you have a glass of water and you would like pour some dirt in it or something, the water's dirty. You don't want to drink it. And now you can either pour out the glass of water and then you'll be empty and you have to start all over again from zero. But another way is if you put it under a running faucet, the water, the, the pure water that's coming in will constantly just be overflowing. You'll never be empty, but you're constantly filling up with good, pure, and eventually the dirt particles will float out and you wind up cleaning yourself. And that's a good way to change your habits, change your your your, your bad habits by just starting, instead of, instead of trying to change first, just start adopting and applying good habits Feeling yourself with good value, and the more intake you go, eventually, you will use this as a fountain to pour out the bad. And before you know it, you're practicing good, you're practicing value. So that's what the whole idea was. The more value I started adding, I went to like a phase where I was learning life lessons from so many people, and I would share these bits on Instagram, called Motivation Mondays. People took it for what it was. It was something that they could use to inspire themselves, to motivate themselves. I was using it as a way to journal where I was at the moment because I, a year later, whenever I wasn't feeling so hot, when I wasn't feeling so good, I'd go back to watch these video clips of myself and to see myself, to witness myself, speak to myself, these wisdom, these, these, these motivation words, my mic just went down. These, I can just pick it up. No, it just <laughs> kind of tilted down to, to, to witness myself speaking this 
was an encouragement to say, I used to be wise or I was there. There's no, I should be able to jump back. And it gave me encouragement. You know, something about seeing yourself speak this life-giving stuff really got me thinking like, hey, there's more to me than just just that. So I tell everyone, it's kind of selfish because there's a way for me to journal something to put down so that I can go back to to um, to just remind myself where I was at, you know, get myself back on that compass on that on that needle. Now, fast forward to this. We were in the middle of pandemic whenever this happened. Um, my job they had they had just announced that they they had run out of money and they needed to let go of all the tech staff. Thankfully, I had some money saved, but I really I started looking. I couldn't find anything out there any kind of quick job i mean i thankfully i had some freelance work to kind of keep me afloat but nothing like like with the benefits that i had and all that fun stuff and so when and maybe of course this also it was a good the good kick in the butt that i needed to to do this because even before then i had kind of thought about it and talked with friends it'd be cool to share my stories uh, as a missionary or any other stories and i had recorded a few videos and the the idea for that was to do kind of like short videos where I just share a story per episode, and that's where I started. And so, what my, the very first episode primero, I actually got some of this old footage that was recorded a few years be- prior to that, and I put it up there to 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 just remind the story, to bring the story, because I thought that story was lost, and I like I don't want it to be lost. I want it to share, and it's called Pirate Rockstar, which is where I actually as a keynote. That's one of the stories I start with, and it's, I need to start with that story because that's when I declared as a child, as my dream, that I want to be a pirate. But Mom said that wasn't a good deal, so I <laughs> I chose to declare that I'm going to be a rock star instead. But anyway, I know I'm saying a lot of things. What 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 this became though now, seeing it, there was a lot of death, man. A lot of death is happening. A lot of death uh, was just for people who uh, people who were even that I, I didn't expect it to come. Like, I mean, sure enough, at first it started like older people, but now there's been younger people and uh, people close to my age. And I can't came out with a resolve. I came out with a story that, you know, if I only have five, 10 years left in, on this rock, because for whatever reason, be it sickness, be it an accident, sure. be it someone just wants my shoes. I don't know why they want my shoes, <laughs> but, and they, 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 they think my life is too cheap for them and, and whatever. Anyway, I'm not going to go to that to right. those glooms. But let's just right. say something were to happen that within five years I'm no longer here. Would I want have Would I want to have spent those five years uh, working on a job that barely got me by, that just had me paying the bills, or uh, and 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 I was kind of miserable, but it was it was a safety blanket, or or would I have loved to have said, well, at least those five years, I was pursuing a dream, a goal, something that turned me on, something that brought happiness to me, and every day, the fact that I was going towards this, I was excited and and, and was ready to get to wake up and have longer days because I was living life to the max, and that that that's what helped change. But another reason why I started this is because for the same reason, I know that I have a lot of wisdom. I have collected so much in my journeys and I wanted some way to document. I wanted some way to leave a legacy. I wanted my words to outlive me. And you know, even though right now I'm Hey Rockstar doesn't have that big of an audience. I really haven't promoted it. But in the future, if I'm gone within the next 10, 20 years, 
what's on the internet now stays there and someone will find it. Someone in the time of need, they're going to find these words and go back and like, Hey, I need, I needed, I need what this, this man had, had posted whatever, or maybe my children someday, my grandchildren someday will go back and see, Oh, wow. Our, our, our grandfather, great grandfather, the words that he spoke are still relevant today. Then it, it wasn't just like a momentary fix. It was something they could take on and use uh, f until forever. But again, forever. so I guess it's twofold, <laughs> you know, selfishly, I wanted something to look back to remind me of who I was, especially to see, and who I am. It helps with my identity. And secondly, I want to leave a legacy. Now, the fruit of it, the benefit of it is that other people can relate to this. They're human like I am. They're walking through through something that I'm walking through. And the advice is there because, I mean, I'm not hiding it from anyone. I want people, if you can use what I have to, to just give you an ounce of hope or give you that one idea you needed to move on, to, to get unstuck, then use it, baby. Take it. Internalize it. Run with it. Outgrow me. Show me what you can do with it. It's there for that because I got this information from someone else. I got this from other people who've gone before me. And I know, as a matter of fact, I just bought a book called, I'm not going to cuss on your, but it's called the, the, the SH that they don't, they, that they didn't teach you. Oh, and it's a, it's a, the, the book that the hardback costs about 50 bucks. So I got the Kindle version for, for like <laughs> one fifth of the price. Be frugal. <laughs> but it, it's basically going saying how, you know, they don't teach you these things in, in school, but you got, you can find the information on your own through other people's written um, what they've written and they pull out a lot of good wisdom from from other successful people who have written stuff, uh, written books. And, and it's it's a, it's a book about books, but it's a book about books with value. And they pull out a lot of valuable bits because I, I look for that. Yeah. That's the stuff that, that, that I don't mind paying money for. That's part of my education. And I, in it, I might find a few bits of, of value. I might find a whole chapter of value. You know, I just find one little thing that, that that's a key that I need to to help unlock the next door that I need to go through. Then it's all worth it. Wow. And, and I just said a lot. You talk a lot on my show. I talk a lot on your show. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> though. I mean, and I feel like I feel like, though, you've you've touched on so many points, Hosefat. Um, and and to everybody who's who's familiar with. With kinder spirits, I mean, this is normally a very, a very uh, kindness focused, oh, yeah. uh, you know, podcast. But one of my favorite parts of this is that the perspective of kindness and how it can be implemented. And I, while I'm over here sitting back, first and foremost, I'd like to say thank you. Um, that deep dive was, it was so intricate that I actually, I, I, I know. Everybody can't see this as we're recording, but I had to pull out a pen and a piece of paper, and I, I have right now four little uh, pages of, of notes, that I uh, questions that I intend to, to follow uh -oh. up on. Um, being uh, this as it is, we may have to do, you know, cut this into two episodes, I'll be honest with you, but the, the biggest things are, first off, thank you, because hearing not only your story, but... Let's call it what it is. It's a perspective that we maybe there's there's somebody that's listening that they might not really be able to they might not really be able to understand. And 
there were different things that came up. Um, losing your job, um, mm-hmm. the the story of childhood, of of hey, you know, let's declare this, let's own this, right? From a very early mindset, I I think you've always had the perspective of I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be someone who who makes an impact. I mean, let's be honest. That's what a pirate does. That's what a rock star does. It makes an impact, right? And and in some perspectives, you know, I, I mean, sometimes you might be after, you know, similar causes, right? Yeah. I, technically, if you think about it, Robin Hood was, I mean, slightly a pirate, but he, to the <laughs> people he was helping, was a rock star, right? True. Um, to look at this, I think one of the... I'd like to start at the very beginning Let's do it. of these questions. And um being that being that everything I'm about to ask is your perspective, but also how it applies to promoting kindness, how you how you find yourself to be uh one of my favorite phrases is aggressively kind. Mm-hmm. Right? Hosafat, one of the biggest things that I believe between the two of us, our rapport with each other. Um, and the camaraderie that we share, which is uh, sincere, it's 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 something that I treasure. Um, and I've said it on the show numerous times. I'm not going to get sappy because we're literally in the same room with each other, and I don't I, I don't want to get emotional with how thankful I am for you. Um, but if there is a, a way to describe how you can be at times, especially with those around you, and the shaping. Of of or allowing them to shape themselves into, um, it's almost, I don't want to say, um, was it uh, Socratic, in the way, where Socrates, you, Socrates, my favorite person from the Bill and Ted movies, <laughs> um, you have a way of asking, of m- making me figure out what it is that I'm trying to ask, through questions, and in that process, you might even just look at me and just be like, what. You know, I see what you're trying. I see what you're saying, but what are you trying to get at? Mm. And in doing so, you really have defined in in a subsection of my mind what aggressive kindness is, because you've shown firsthand what it means to be there for someone, supporting, but also, hey, you can stay here in this mindset, but you're better than this. So be better than this. Yeah. And one of my favorite things that I've talked about in a previous episode is don't be bitter, be better, right? So you've helped in so many different aspects. Um, one of the one of the things that you had mentioned was the 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 glass with the dirt and the clean water metaphor. Yeah. Okay. There are so many ways this can be taken, <laughs> right? And it can be applied numerous different ways. And I and I really like the idea of your approach to engaging others because it's, it's totally it's we're both, you and I are both going to the same destination, but we're going about it different ways. And I love that because I'm able to see where you're coming from and it helps me find my own perspective. Mm -hmm. Right. In this process, I also think that the way that you process and the way that you think through situations, right. Is it's, it's an, it's not, drastically different but it's just different enough from perspectives and how you approach a problem okay okay you were talking about the clean running water and and cleaning out the glass with the dirt right you also mentioned journaling Mm -hmm. what i'm what i want to ask is 
do you find that cleaning out the dirt uh, from the glass of your mind, okay. if you will, do you think that that journey to clean thinking is something that helps you become the rock star? Do you think that that, that continually searching to clean out that dirt from the glass is something that that has helped you engage with those that come onto your show or has helped you move forward through difficult situations? Wow, there's so many levels to this right now. I'm trying to think <laughs> on how to get to it. Because uh, it's something that I yet I'm always working on every day. As a matter of fact, this morning I worked on it for about half an hour before going off to work. And it's something that, that I've, I, I guess it was towards the beginning of 2020, I was on a cruise ship with with some friends from from Texas and one of my my friends was reading a book on stoicism mm. and that's been a, just the word has always been like intriguing to me and I was reading another book and I told him about it and he goes oh I've heard about that book and like well I'm, I'm it's it's a hard book to read but uh, and I'll tell you that one later but I don't <laughs> I'm not going to mention it on, online cuz most people might be might be offended by it. No, no, they won't. <laughs> it's called the Bible. No, just kidding. <laughs> anyway, um, but that word has always, and it's funny because some people see it as a dirty word. Stoicism. Uh, yeah. Really. Especially in in our circles as as believers, because uh, they they and I heard someone once. I mean, it was a TV person who said um, that the church is too stoic and or it needs to be more into the we're into the emotion we need to um we need to be more loving and stoicism they kind of treat it i took it off i took it as like they're saying we can't be stoic we need to be relationship relation relational people okay as a church and like and i get it i get what i mean but but the way they're they're coming off they made it seem like stoicism was a bad thing like in my mind's like no to me it helps give me solidness but anyway let's if, let, if you don't mind Stoicism. Yeah. Could you give me like a, a, a brief two sentence explanation of maybe for someone who's not familiar, what is stoicism? Very, uh, very high level overview. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm gonna go to the best that I can I can um I can best describe it. Okay. Stoicism is when you're at a point where you know who you are mm -hmm. so well that outside forces cannot move you from your end. Love it. And it allows you to stand. It allows you to stand up for yourself. It allows you to stand up for for who you can be, what you can be. But it's also it allows you to be strong when others can't be strong around you. Oh. Like resolute. Exactly. And and this is again uh earlier I was sharing um about well, I didn't share this. I was sharing off off of, of camera. I mean, I've we've lost people. We've all lost people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you get to the point where you're just tired of crying because you've you've lost everyone it's like we're, we're singing the same song for a different person and i'm not trying to be mean or anything because we do we we miss the people that we miss but here's one amazing thing that i this i learned from my mom of all people i figured maybe my father but my mom um and and i know everyone's like no your mom probably did but my mom and not to talk against it or anything whenever my grandfather and my grandmother passed away my mom did not cry she loved she 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 was you know she was there with with the family but because of what her beliefs is she knows where where they're at um she, my mom never cried i've asked her and she goes yeah no i didn't cry I'm like yeah i was sad but i mean i didn't like break down everyone else in tears and and honestly i saw it less on my mom's side of the family when 
when my grandma passed away as opposed to my dad's side of family when my grandma on that my dad's side passed away because i vividly as a child remember um at my great grandmother's uh funeral i was maybe four maybe three or four years old and i remember this that i saw everyone around me was sad and everyone was crying and i cried because they were crying sure i i wasn't i i didn't cry because i felt hurt or lost for my great grandmother passing away. Sure. I was more just feeling empathy for my father, my aunts mm-hmm. and uncles who were crying because their grandmother had just passed away. And, and so that was, maybe that was the intro to my performance. Uh, but mm-hmm. I never really felt the, the desire or, or the, I, and, and for some reason people like, why, why, why aren't you crying? Is there something wrong with you? And maybe I thought of it as something wrong. And and maybe some people would see it as as something wrong today, but honestly, it's not. It's a good place to be. So, back to that's just it for stoicism. I don't want to get too deep in that. It's just <laughs> during okay. the pandemic, it was a true true um, uh, eye opening time for me. After that year, I was I was trying to learn more about this, but the pandemic, what it forced me to do, was to stop paying attention to outside mm-hmm. and pay attention to me because I was stuck home. Yeah. Everyone was stuck home. Now you either went crazy <laughs> and, and that's the deal. Uh, like a lot of my friends, they were binge watching. They're like, we watched everything on Netflix. We watched everything on Hulu. We do you watched remember when everything. Tiger King was just, yeah, I do remember yeah, that. My Actually, I didn't watch Tiger King till almost the end of the pandemic. I still haven't seen it. Okay, good. Well, then yeah. you're, 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 you're more, more in touch, in touch than I am. <laughs> However, um, I just, it seemed like everyone at work was talking about all the stuff they're watching, binge watching, and I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I was actually reading. I was actually, I would wake up, shower up as I'm going to work. I do my workout, and then I'd sit here. And I, I, T D Jakes put this best. Like I dated myself. I got to know myself. I got to ask myself, hey, if we're gonna hang out a lot, tell me more about you. What is it that you like? What is it? If this job opens up again, are you? willing to go back or and i didn't feel myself wanting to go back so the question you asked earlier um let's see if i can remember (laughs) it it was about okay can you re sure in in short right when you're trying to because because i feel like this is where you were going with this relating to kindness clean thinking you're, you're 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 currently cleaning out how do you how do you best relate that to the way you approach you know, the individuals that you connect with on Hey Rockstar. Okay. So now, now you're right. And you knew where I was going with this. Yeah. <laughs> the way I was going with the meditation and the get to know myself is to really get to know myself. Cause a lot of people, um, especially guys who used to ask me for advice for how to get a girl, how to go dating girls. And I would tell them, well, first of all, or how to get a girl to like them, like, or get this person to like yeah. them. Like, well, tell, first of all, ask, answer me this question. Do you even like yourself? Because if you don't like yourself, then why do you expect someone else to take care of that burden for you? And so what I went into my own, I, I got into a point where I needed to know who I was. I needed to like who I was. I needed to value who I was to a point where, and to do that, I needed to become full with value. I needed added value. I'm throwing another story, which is probably relevant to this and probably not, but it goes with the kindness, why, why I can be genuinely kind with anyone yeah because as you know whenever i'm meeting people i don't show up on an agenda no regardless of people that even if they have something to offer i'm always going in like i just want to get to know your story and if there's something i can give you i will because i honestly don't need you 
I would like a connection with you. Of course. Because I come from a place, and I call it an inner game that is full. An inner game that is solid. And of course, even with my faith, when I talked about how I simplified my my, my beliefs in the four basic fundamental, my, my core values, so everything else can be scrutinized, can be debated, we can do whatever you want. It won't change my mind. I won't love you anymore. I won't love you any less because I am solid in my firm foundation. Yeah. Be beliefs so I can talk honestly with no agenda to anyone of any walk, any faith, any anything they want to talk about. They won't affect me. I won't affect them. Or maybe I do. Actually, I wind up affecting them more because they're like, I've never met a Christian like you before. I'm like, cool. Um, what's up? Let's let's go grab <laughs> something. Or, you know, whatever. Let's get some it's tacos. Just, it's just, yeah, let's get some tacos. <laughs> and, 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 and so... The whole concept of, of being genuine. So to me, it's always about it's in it's in the promise. Sure. One of the promises is before you try to take that speck of dust from or before you try to take that speck of dust from your neighbor, I take the plank of wood out of your own face. Mm. In other words, before you can attend to another person's house, you need to take care of your house first. Come on. And that's why even in, in the leadership, they said how you cannot be a good leader you can't be a bishop you can't be a, 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 a an elder in the church unless your own house is in order if your own house is in order uh, isn't in order then how can you expect to run god's house in order come on and so it's all about checking yourself first making sure show, making sure you are healthy first and i wasn't at whenever i was and here's the story i was going to go with and this might have to end the show because we just went a long time but that's okay <laughs> tune in again ladies and gentlemen no so it was, and this aha moment came to me uh, whenever everyone knows the concept of nice guy. Yeah, Being absolutely. the nice guy. There's, yeah. And there's a book that I recommend now to other people called uh, uh, Goodbye, Mr. Nice Guy. I was going to write a book called So Long, Mr. Nice Guy based on this principle. So I was, um, I met a girl. Well, I had met her. She had just come into town, Nashville, and she wanted to meet people. So I found out what she did. I connected with a lot of people. I gave, I gave, I just, I was there because my, also whenever I meet people, meet people, I like to connect them with two or three other people of, uh, that they're interested in, like in whatever field they're interested in, because I know that my life is so busy. I can't be the only sole person they depend on. Oh. I want them to have more than just me as a connection so they can feel more involved in the community feel more involved in this area okay uh, and, and 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 even at church the same thing sure i would introduce them to two or three other people mainly of, of the same gender but but also uh that, that they were in the same walk same interest same thing with this girl i helped introduce her to people it opened up opportunities for her then one day she came up she brought a new friend she goes oh this is Hosa. he's such a nice guy and i looked at her like no actually i'm not and she was she, she was taken aback she goes She's kind of offended, like, yeah, you are. And like, no, no. She goes, why not? Like, well, because when I was a nice guy, I was very manipulative. And she kind of looked kind of like dumb, dumb, what's it called? Dumbstruck. Yeah. And and I like, and I just kind of giggled like, yeah, because I was b pretending to be nice in hopes that you would be nice back to me. I was, I went in with an agenda when I was a nice guy. I was mm. constantly acting in certain ways in hope that you would return in favor or return in kind. And she was just like, well, what, what are you? And like, I really didn't have a term for it. Mm -hmm. So I said, I guess I'm a good guy. She goes, what's the, di she rolled her eyes. What's the difference? Like, well, to be a good guy, it matters not how you treat me because I am full. I, the, 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 the fruit of what comes from me comes from, from within. Okay. I, I act from who I am. Same thing with like, like when you're, when, when you have abundance, you don't have, you don't depend on someone else to give to you. You just give from your abundance without 
expect anything in return. <laughs> and that's how I treated, uh, I guess, kindness or, or yeah, kindness. And, and to me, it's like it's something that I can give. And you know what? Even if you don't return, I know what the promise says, the promise of, of sowing and reaping. You reap what you sow. You speak life. You give life. You speak kindness. You give kindness. Kindness returns from you. If it's not from return from that certain person, that's okay. I wasn't in it for them anyway. It's just who I am, and it will mm. return to me from another area. So, okay, of course, maybe that's a, a selfish way of thinking it, but now I'm at a point where I'm so full yeah. that I can honestly, sincerely go about it. Now, here's where it gets fun and tricky. We're human, Alex. We're human, and not every day we feel kind. Not every day do we feel like like strawberries and raspberries. Come on, man. And, some, <laughs> and mangoes. Sometimes we feel like stinking papayas. Papayas. <laughs> I was having a little argument with this kid earlier today. To me, and this is just a side note, I believe papaya was the 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 the, the evil fruit that caused Adam and Eve to be kicked out. Okay, <laughs> now that's a bold statement, there, Hosa. Anyway, it's the forbidden fruit, and now the devil just rubs it in our face. Anyway, uh, so, um, oh, but God. sometimes you don't feel feel like being kind. Sometimes you don't. You don't, you don't have to. And, and, and th- there are moments like that when I don't feel kindness. Yeah. Now, some people will say, well, you know what? They just depart yourself from them. But I go another step because I know that I'm full of kindness. I know that I'm full. I have taken the time to work on me. And I don't want to say it's, it's in a performance or I'm acting, but I can still step forward and give if I know this person is in need. Yeah. Like if I, I can see it, I can sense it. And like, okay, you know what? I'm not feeling up to my standards, but this person definitely needs something and I can step in and give from, from within and it still be genuine because again, I'm not trying to get anything out of them. My hope is just get them to lift themselves, their spirits up and then I can move on. You know, in a weird way, kind of like you're that water that's overflowing, cleaning out their, their dirt. Huh? Because I'm so, I come from a place of abundance. I come from a mindset of, I'm full and I'm constantly adding more value. Like even today, the book that I downloaded and started reading, there's more bits of information. I'm hungry for more value. I'm hungry to be full and overflowing with goodness, with kindness, because I know that it's going to spill over to those around me and they will be blessed. It's a promise. Nations will be blessed because of us. Jumping off, you just you just <laughs> gave me an idea. You just gave me an idea. You had said you're overflowing with with kindness right because of the value that you have but it's not a performance i'm paraphrasing yeah, yeah. but you know this is but it's not a performance if okay so hypothetically if you don't feel drained from being kind because it's who you are yeah is it safe to say that that you can feel drained from being nice if it's not part of of where you're coming from if it's not ingrained in you if kindness is not ingrained in you and you're almost like presenting it yeah that instead that would kind of go along with that that nice almost like i don't want to say manipulating but that would kind of be like a almost like that performance that you can you can drain yourself oh sure sure i see myself like a like a power source that's plugged in Mm-hmm. that um, I can give. If I'm plugged in, I can give continuously. Like, for example, my camera. 
I plug it in, but it has like a little built-in uh, rechargeable battery, and it's constantly working. That if I ever need to pl unplug it, it still works, it still gives. But if I don't take the time to replug it in, eventually it will run out. So I'm I'm running on full. I'm constantly refilling myself. I'm taking those moments when I'm alone. I'm constantly just I, I like even today when we had like a, a a moment of just a quick break where most people go and they're sitting on their phone, they'll play with it. I just sit there. And I even caught myself. I got my coffee, sat there, and just was staring at a wall. But in my mind, I was practicing gratitude. I was saying just great things about, or just thinking about possibilities, exciting, exciting on on the happiness that I I was feeling, and just letting that feel because I was getting to know myself. I was yeah. pouring into myself. I was taking care of myself. Like, and and it was funny because like some of the gigs I've been getting in in film are simple roles where. I get paid just to stand and guard the door by myself <laughs> in an alley and people are like, aren't you bored? Like, no, because I practice meditation. I know when I'm there, I know how to be full, how to be in life, I, I, how to just be constantly like in, in I guess, in worship even, mm -hmm. but just without having to make sudden movements and such cause, or whatever. I just, I'm there. Mm -hmm. I'm present in the moment and I'm getting just energy or, or whatever you call it, life source or, or just joy from that moment. And so... Yes, and I, one thing I also need to one thing that helps me be able to do that is that I practice healthy boundaries. Oh, okay. Now that's gonna that's gonna take us into a whole <laughs> a whole new topic. I do want to give you uh, kudos because when you said you invest in yourself, you invest internally, is is what I took from. You're not wasting time by just scrolling. You're investing in yourself. Um, for anybody, a little bit of context. Uh, Hosa is Hosa Fat is. Don't is, get me wrong. I do scroll on social media. Oh, don't. Oh, whenever I'm on the toilet. It's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you send me videos. <laughs> oh. Hey everybody. So I'm just now realizing while I'm listening through, um, that honestly, I had to I had to realize that anytime I received a video of, you know, some kind of of Avatar the Last Airbender clip or of a puppy or something like that, that this is the video that he's sending me. And um, yeah, yeah, a lot had to change at that moment. So now you all have to be aware of that as well. Thank you. And back to the interview. Oh, man, you send me videos. <laughs> Oh, usually then I'm those are, for... oh man, we can edit that later if you need it's, to. <laughs> yeah, that's going to get edited. All right, go back. Um, to... Okay. Wow. This is going to totally cheapen what I was going to say. Um, boundaries. You, uh, yes, boundaries. And I want to come back to boundaries, but you had, uh, for a little bit of context to anybody who might not know, man, it's still in my mind. Wash Dang it out, it. wash it out, wash it's, it out. Yeah, wash it out. Clean out that dirt. Here we go. Um, <laughs> ladies and gents, uh, Hosafat is actually molding the minds of the youth uh, at this point in time. <laughs> so to find uh, to find the the that peace, that inner kind of of, of uh, meditation midday, uh, that's a, that's an additional level of stress that we might not know uh, off the top of our heads. But I would like to give credit where it's due because that is something that um, that is very uh, crucial in in being around that many children. Uh, before we go into boundaries, and that's that's key. Um, 
you know what, Josephat, would you be okay if we ended up having you on again? Because there's so many notes that I took just from yeah. that entry. I really think that's something that I'd like to do. Um, but here's something that I took. I really, 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 really took away from one of the comments that you made. Growing up in the family that you grew up in, mm-hmm. you had mentioned how you essentially learned empathy at a very young age. Okay. One of the things that I personally I've I've had the pleasure to I've had the pleasure to be on a the initial show um, as an interview yeah. um, and it was one of the biggest moments of pride. But additionally, I had the pleasure of being on a um, the anniversary show. Oh yeah, the, where the happy birthday hey rockstar show. Happy birthday hey rockstar show. Um, and actually, afterwards, we ended up being. Basically, rock stars ourselves, yeah. and it's and a great night, dude. That was an amazing night. Um, some of the legendary hot chicken tacos from <laughs> Subculture, which, by the way, this is not a plug. Um, but if you are in the greater Nashville area, it is not downtown. It is off the beaten path. But I swear to you, as a chef that I was, and as someone who is a true hot chicken fanatic, actually, it's our meal yeah. is hot chicken. Yeah. Um, anytime we go out somewhere, it's always like, Hey, you feeling Chinese buffet? Are you feeling hot chicken? chicken?" (laughs) (laughs) Um, but subculture, hot chicken tacos. If you are in the Nashville area, this is an official plug. I'm not sponsored by them. Please go check them out. Okay. Go on. Oh, you were going to say also you were on the show, hot chicken. Yes. Thank you. Um, I actually can speak from existence from, from experience. We got hot chicken tacos first off, and, you're and then about empathy. Right? right, we got hot chicken tacos, but then we also went to oh, see the legendary Carlos, Carlos Santana. Santana. I mean, that was he. Yeah. I'm such a fan of Woodstock and also of great music, and his message is nothing but love, kindness. I man, if I could just speak with that man for ten minutes, <laughs> it would be the pinnacle. It'd be the feather in my cap, even over Billy Gardell, who is mm. a Pittsburgh native that I look I've looked up to since I was a child. Um, here's why I say all of that. You grew up with empathy as a core value, I would say, because I know the man that you are. Yeah. I have personally seen you empathetic with your guests. Mm. I've also seen you empathetic behind the scenes with those same guests. It's not necessarily something that goes away, right? Yeah. One of the biggest things that I have found in talking to people about kindness is that empathy is so much a core state of being in relation to being kind. What is one way that you think our listeners, the individuals listening can, can assist and grow in their kindness by using empathy? Ooh. I know that's a big question. No, it's because I was going to go somewhere different with the empathy question at oh, first. Where were you going to go? Uh, well, I like that because growing yeah. up as a child, I and of course you got to you got to know. I grew up. Well, I'll just flat out tell you, I grew up in a a a household, a Christian household. But not only that, my father was a a minister, a minister who practiced um, love and 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 helped and sacrifice self sacrifice for others. However. Um, the family's not always all. I mean, they some there's some argued they said the family's also called. It's not just the the minister, but you know, my dad was already in ministry before I was born, so I was born into this. I really wasn't given a choice. However, I kind of think now, 
to me as a child, empathy was more of a um, self-defense. Oh. Because I was constantly being put on the platform of judgment, constantly being uh, pushed to be better than anyone else because I was the pastor's son. So I was constantly in the spotlight. And so I learned to read and to adapt to the people's emotion because like that one poem, not poem that I wrote about I'm uh, my, my addiction. I am an addict and my, my addiction is religion because I religion. Well, I act the way people want me to act. I dress the way that people want to dress. I sing the songs they want. I'm addicted to this because they can't see the hurt and pain. However, the good thing about this addiction is the best addiction to have because no one, everyone else um, isn't addicted. So if I'm acting the way they want me to act, then that means I'm not addicted either. But I am, I, oh. I am an addict. And th- I mean, that's how I treated it. I treated it as a, a way to escape myself mm. be- by because I performed it well. I was a sure. great performer. So I think having that to begin with, and it was actually during the time when I was, I was following a blueprint that wasn't my own. It was an adopted plan which I've shared this with you, uh, my ABCs of, of, of my, of, of, uh, or the, the first ABCs of plans that fail is the adopted plans. The first one followed by busy plan. I just like, well, I need to fake it till I make it. And I was busy or in this, in these circles, we call it, we faith it till we make it. And I was just constantly going, going, going until I burnt myself out. And then I went to plan C, which is just create something. And that, and I, nothing made sense that I was trying to build things up and they all kept falling until I took care of the inner problem. The, the inner child that was hurt, that was that was that was that was um, damaged, that was lied to and made to believe that would we'll, we'll never be good enough. Mm. And that child was constantly trying to please the people around him. Uh, and, and so that's where the, that that empathy wasn't so much empathy as more of pretending. But once I healed that, once I brought that to light and let and forgave when I need to forgive and, and take on the true mantle of my calling, um, then it, it it was kind of like of a selfish move for me. Like our Lord, our Lord, it's time for me to work on me. I've given I've given like sixty percent of my life away to others. It's time for me to start giving to me to whatever you have for Internal me. Internal investment. And and but the beauty about that, the beauty about that is when you are in your calling, when you are in your will, there's more than enough for others, Ooh. and it's genuine. Especially when I go and I see people are hurting. Because they also walked through that same plan of trying to perform for others, trying to please others, trying to l- kill themselves doing this plan A because they don't understand that they're free to move on to something that actually makes them happy. Ooh. Not just trying to to match the box or, or trying to live the American dream for some or whatever it is. They're, 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 they're constantly working. Now, so, some people, that's what, they, that's, that's what drives them cool. But it wasn't for me and until I finally accepted that I was meant to do something different and was able to work it. And then my my family, everyone else kind of like, OK, I see we see it. We, we still love you. And we know that you're you're you know, you haven't forsaken God. You just your, your calling looks way different than what we thought it was. And we're happy for you. And but being in that light, then the truthism. So the question you're asking is how can being empathetic help people give genuine? Um, here's the first step. Be empathetic to yourself, if that's even possible. Be kind to yourself. Take care of yourself. And when you're overflowing, when you're good, because you got to know what it's like to receive kindness. So Mm -hmm. you know what kind of kindness, what, what kindness looks like to give. 
It's not it's not what other people want. It's what brings fulfillment to you. Like, you know what? I to me sometimes getting up early in the morning at five in the morning to do a killer workout that I'm like, I hate this. It's painful, <laughs> but it's kindness to myself because I know in the end it's making me stronger. It's right. making me healthier. It's giving me confidence. And I need that confidence because when I'm confident in me, then I can go out there and be confident for just just stand up for whatever. And, and, and you know, I'm not 100 percent yet. Like I definitely got a, a long way to go in my right. health journey. But the small pieces I'm doing to myself, like um, like today in my diet, I could have easily have gone cool ham on all the bad stuff. <laughs> the, 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 we call it the, the sad diet, the standard American diet. Oh, OK. Oh, to, Some, someone to, call it the stupid American diet. To, to all of the international eaters out there, it's probably uh, empty calories yeah, and much. deep fried or uh, quick foods that really hold no nutritional value. Yeah, or yeah, like I'm not gonna even get to that, but like if, that's what, what that's what it is. Or we and we we are constantly snacking on everything yep. that's allowed available to us. It, what's quick, what's easy. But anyway, I've learned through the discipline of fasting through discipline of other things to to cut a lot of these things away and although those are painful for the physical it's kindness to myself because i care of myself mm-hmm. you know it's like you know when the parent says this is gonna hurt me more than hurt you and why don't we spank you and says it'll hurt me it's more than right. you right <laughs> but the truth is this discipline discipline that's the word discipline to me is just a truer form of kindness to yourself wow because that's if you a, didn't that's, that's if you didn't love yourself, you wouldn't discipline yourself. That's a headcanon right there. Um wait, say that one more. If you didn't discipline yourself, you wouldn't love yourself. If you don't if you don't love yourself, you wouldn't discipline yourself. Wow. If you And I'm not even you know, there, there's a lot of people who and again, I'm, I'm maybe that was part of my pain, my process where I was gaining all the weight is because I deep down was hurt and I just didn't see the value in myself. Hurt people hurt people, and most of the time it's themselves. Yeah. Um. Wow, Josef. Yeah, we're not even getting, there's that so was, many different levels. There's there. so many different levels. Um, and I I had a topic that I wanted to 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 bring up off of that, but my goodness, um. Kindness, y'all. Yeah. Start by being kind to yourself. Oh, that was it. So you had you that was the that that amazing point. We actually in one in one of the most recent episodes that I just recorded and and put up, um, the title of it is "Who's Your Best Friend," and the opening sentence, the opening story I give is if you saw your best friend getting pushed around, they were getting run down ragged for other people, you'd probably stand up and say, "Hey, man, you're better than that. Don't do that." Right? So you'd yeah. stand up for them, right? What if you were your best friend? How do you, would you, would you treat yourself like a human, like you treat other people? And you have to, mm-hmm. you have to stand up for yourself. There's, there's a, there's a difference between uh, being cocky and confident. Yeah. And, and I feel like to be kind, you have to have what we've been discussing, that, that confidence, that stoic, un, like that stoic resolve. That inner game. It, that yes. strong inner game. Yes. Where you will act the same way regardless of who the person is in front of you. Unwavering. Because you know who you are. Identity, that's where it starts. Have that strong identity in you. Mm-hmm. Love yourself. Respect yourself. Be kind to yourself. And then you won't, once you know what that feels like, then you you, you won't have to take crap from anyone else. 
I don't think I can say it any better for this this first interview. Um, I'm dead serious. <laughs> you don't have that, to take anything. That was that was that was wonderful. Um, let's let's actually just go ahead. Let's wrap real quickly on this. Cool. And uh, I'd like to just, if you don't mind, could you could you give a uh, just a very brief. Um, actually, you know what? Take take the time that you want. Can you tell us where we can hear Hey Rockstar? Where we can find Hey Rockstar? Um, any kind of contact information that you'd like uh, anybody who's listening to reach out to you, I would I would love to help them get connected with you. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, again, my name is Josafat Emiliano. I am a, a host first of Hey Rockstar, the musical. No, Hey Rockstar live stream. <laughs> Jazz hands. You, you can find us on Facebook and and um, uh, uh, what's it, YouTube. Uh, the channel is uh, Hey Rockstar, H-E-Y. R O C K the number five T A R, and there's a reason why I have that five instead of an S, and also I think I'm on Twitch and well Periscope no more now we are on yeah Twitter. that's on Twitter it's not no. just Twitter you can find some the the minisodes on that day I have a live show that goes that's supposed to go every Thursday at 5:55 p.m. Central, and the motivation or the Monday minisodes. Uh, anywhere between noon and midnight on Monday. So it just pops up. I, however, <laughs> the podcast, you can find that on Google podcast, uh, anchor, even Apple podcast. And there's another one bunker or some other ones. I, I there's just Google. Hey rocks or you'll find <laughs> it uh, right now. I don't have a website for that. However, I am working on a personal website, Josafatemiliano.com, which will be, the place for those who want to book me as a keynote speaker. You, um, that is one thing. As a speaker, I help my audience detach from failure, um, take ownership, and develop the right mindset to become the rock star of their lives. Other than that, uh, the, uh, right now it's we're, we're changing some things around, but hopefully pretty soon. You maybe by the time you listen to this in another month or two, whenever you finally get around to this one, because I'm sure you're trying to catch up to all the other episodes that Alex <laughs> has. Uh, the, the website might be up by then. Um, fingers crossed. But other than that, you can find me on Instagram at Josefina Emiliano, or um, you can follow the Hey Rockstar Instagram, but I put more good stuff on my personal one. Uh, and the last question that I'd like to ask, just to take us out, uh, every week on Kinder Spirits, we um, we always end with a Momo. Momo. Now, We've talked about this. You're familiar. It's a moment of mass optimism. What is uh, one very kind of like a, a tidbit, right? If if somebody if this is the last thing somebody hears before they go into their job, and they have to keep like just a, a a small tidbit in their head of of what is one way you find optimism, uh, or one way you demonstrate kindness. What is your Momo? How long can I take on this? It's supposed to be quick, right? Yeah, just just like uh, bite size. Lately, I've been working with kids of Hispanic, American, and Arabic backgrounds. Ooh. And the only word I know is sukran, which is thank you. And whenever kids ask, Mr. Miliano, do you know Arabic? And like, all I know is sukran. And the face they make, the fact that you know a word. And today they were trying to teach me all these phrases, <laughs> which is amazing. Earlier, though, I was in in the office and a mother, a Hispanic mother came in and the lady who was working the front desk, um, there's two, there's a Hispanic lady and, and, and um, an American lady. Uh, well, they're both American, but uh, English only English lady, English speaking woman. But um, the Hispanic lady had to walk out and this Hispanic mother was gonna 
was like, I, I need to figure out what, what happened. My, they said one of my kids needs to go home and one, and, and, and I don't know which one. Thankfully though, the other lady was able to listen to her and just with her broken English was able to just kind of understand and meet the need and communicate with her. Mm. And you should see the face of this lady, mm -hmm. uh, of the mom, grateful that someone took the time to know their language, know their culture. Same thing with these kids. When you take the time to know their language, know their culture, they get, they, they're excited because they, and they, they open up so much more. I guess, um, massive, uh, what is it called? Moments uh, of moments mass of optimism. Mass optimism is if you take the time to get to know a person, get to know their culture, it shows a, a, a bit of respect to them. And when they, and when people know that you respect them, they're more willing to, to open up and, and, and you don't know what's available to you or whatever. And again, we're not in it to, 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 to take things out, but it's just the fact where they feel that you're someone you can, they can trust and you know, you're there's someone you can trust. So to me, that moment of mass optimism is there's people out there mm -hmm. who are constantly wanting to know and, and help other people's cultures so that they can feel safe. A lot of these people are here for the first time in this country. They don't know. And to have that moment, that ability to say, this person who normally doesn't speak my language at least is trying to get to know me. Come on. Gives me peace, gives me hope, gives me a love for humanity in general. Absolutely. Absolutely. Host of Fat Emiliano, ladies and gentlemen. And I know uh, without a doubt in my mind that we will be back. Uh, he will be back on the show. He's He's... One of the greatest influences uh, I have, one of the kindest men I've met, one of the most encouraging individuals, and a true rock star of his field. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you so much for, for listening. Uh, Hosafat, thank you so much for joining Alex, us. I'll, before you close off, I just got to say, Toda Rabach, Sukran, Gracias, Grazie. I don't know how many, thank you. All, those are the five <laughs> languages that I know how to say thank you right now. <laughs> Keep learning. <laughs> Shishini. 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 It's that one I know we both know. Yes. Because um, we go to that same restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for letting me be here, part of this this amazing journey that you're on, amongst other, other areas, just for being present, being who you are. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your friendship. Thank you for your love. Well, I, I, I'm a bit speechless, so all I'd like to say... Shocker. <laughs> Uh, I'm a bit speechless, so all I'd like to say is thanks, and I hope to hear from you soon. Um, so until next week, this is Alex and host of Fat Emiliano, and we just wanted to say stay happy, stay humble, and stay kind. Thanks for listening to Kinder Spirits. Much love. And many There'll be a wish I